Hi, I'm Jess McCauley. I am a producer, writer, actor, and a total unabashed introvert. I'm Phil Rickaby, and I'm a writer and performer, and I am also an introvert. And this is the Introvert's Guide to... Before we get started, we're going to tell you how you can get a hold of us. Uh, you can find us on Twitter at introvertguide2, the number two. You can find the website at introvertsguide2.com. And if you have a question you want us to answer or you want us get want to give us feedback about the show, you can reach us at introvertsguide to stuff at gmail.com. And remember, we may use your questions or comments on an upcoming episode of the Introverts Guide 2. Let's talk about dating. Now you <laughs> As somebody who is planning their wedding, um, when was the last time you were dating? Oh my gosh, no. Um, I think it was back in 2014 I was dating. That was a hell of a ride. Um, what was it about what was it about dating that was a, a hell of a ride? <laughs> you know what? I, I had just gotten out of like a four-year relationship, and this was like my high school sweetheart. So I didn't really know what the adult world of dating was like until about 20. Such as it is. Yeah, exactly. You know, you try and go with the motions <laughs> of this. And in your early 20s, you know, you're not exactly the the greatest of human beings at this time. So I didn't really know how to navigate dating. I, I mean, like, I had a few guys reach out. I never really went on dating websites. It wasn't, it, it wasn't for me. Uh, but I did have a few guys reach out. We went out and had dates and had fun, I guess. Mm. <laughs> I'm not around them anymore. So, <laughs> yeah. What about you? I, well, I mean, I came out of a four-year relationship in, um, I guess, the beginning of July. And um, as I, you know, and I met that person on online dating. And, you know, as an introvert, thank goodness for online dating. Mm. Because if it wasn't for online dating, I would be single. And I would remain single because I mean, as an adult, how the hell do you meet people? <laughs> like I am not going to go to bars. I don't go to bars. Um, cause I don't drink and, uh, other reasons. Cause you know, uh, the whole topic of this podcast, <laughs> um, and you know, what kind of activities do you do? Cause when you're in school, you're meeting people and there's all that, all that stuff going on. There's like social mixers and things like that. But as an adult, I don't even know how, like without the internet, I don't know how you, how you would meet anybody. Yeah. I, I don't know either. I mean, I kind of got the luck of the draw mm. and just kind of knew these people already. It, it's not like I never had any like blind dates. Mm. I have no idea how I would even begin to prepare for that. That freaks me right out. Well, I mean, I mean the things when you go out on a date, on the internet, it's kind of an informed blind date, you know, it's like mm -hmm. you have probably conversed with somebody a little bit and you, you have to, you know, through that decide if there's going to be any chemistry, but there's no way to know about chemistry until you're actually face to face with each other. Um, and sometimes what seemed like a good textual relationship does not turn into a good, uh, uh, there can be no chemistry there. 
So if you never did like the online dating thing and you just, you were fortunate enough that these guys sort of, sort of uh, reached out to you. How did you meet your fiance? Was he one of those fellas? Oh yeah. You know what? Actually, it's funny. One of the guys that reached out to me, uh, it was his best friend. <laughs> no. So okay, yeah, no, that's, my face is I mean, going so red That's right a legitimate now. way to meet somebody is the person, yeah. you know, best friends and things. You know, Yeah. Like this guy, you know, I gave him a couple shots, been on three dates. It wasn't working out. The chemistry wasn't there. And I just, I met his best friend. Something in me just went, yeah, you're, you're going to be with this guy for like ever. This is it. Huh. <laughs> that's, that's him. And I was like, oh, this, this is good. This is romantic. And then yeah. uh, we just, we kind of hit it off. And from there, it's all history, right? Yeah. And I mean, he's a total extrovert. So, you know, he takes over for me when I can. It's great. So here's an here's an interesting question. Um, as an introvert dating an extrovert, what did like was that difficult to navigate, or was it just just natural and easy? Um, sort of. It was sort of easy because him and I actually make really good friends as it is. Like we immediately, as friends, knew we could hit it off. Um, when I first moved to, um, I actually moved from Niagara to London to be with him. Um, we wanted to start a new life together. It was great. Um, we went out a lot and it was more so just a celebration of like, I'm around, this is a new beginning. And like, it was just that honeymoon period. And then slowly it started to work back into my old habits and routine. And then from there, it became a little bit of, um, a little bit more communication about what I need. I can't go out as much as he can. So we, we just know each other's limits. I know he needs to go out when he does he can go out with or without me. We're fine either way. Was that, I mean, I, I guess like, did he know about your introverted ways when you started dating or is that something that he had to find out? Oh, he knew right off the bat. I mean, he could kind of tell already I was an introvert. Um, I, he didn't really quite know, and, and I'll be open about this. He didn't know I, I had depression. Um, so that was something I had to tell him later when we were dating, but before then he could already kind of see that I was an introvert. I didn't really want to be around like a whole group of people. Like we've done plays together and we'll hang out with the cast afterwards, but then it's from me, it's okay. Well, I, I'm ready to go home now. I'm ready for bed and Netflix. Let's go. Um, the, the, my last relationship was we were both introverts as comfortable as that was because we both understood where each of us came from. Mm-hmm. So it was a complete understanding of of what we really needed. Um, we did end up sort of feeding into each other's enjoyment of being home in the evenings, just the two of us in comfy pants watching Netflix or whatever. We there was no pushing the envelope at all. So like <laughs> we could both like, oh, there's this social thing we should go to. You want to go? Not really. Me neither. Let's stay home. So it was like uh, there was no, there was really no challenging each other on on that social front. Mm. Yeah, that answers my next question then, which is, uh, were were you guys able to challenge each other and push outside of that boundary? But you know, like that, nope. that no, exactly. And I was with someone at one point that was an introvert, and it was totally the same way. It was just, it was a little paradise, just a little slice of paradise. Well, I mean, and and there's nothing wrong with that. Not I mean, at all. the thing is, there you need to un, like you, 
when you when when an introvert dates an introvert, you both basically understand the basic needs of the introvert. Like mm-hmm. it's super easy to get past the first off, you know, when you meet somebody and there's that small talk period, you can get right past that really easily. And when you're when you're in the relationship, you just sort of start um really just sort of feeding into the comfort area. So when that relationship ended and I jumped into the dating world, that was, that was a real challenge for me. It was like trying to find somebody that looks interesting, looking at their profile, trying to find something interesting that I could comment on sending that message and then waiting. Mm -hmm. And then suddenly you start getting responses a number of women see something in, in your message. And then you have to be like, okay, so now I'm talking to three people. Do I keep talking to three people? Do I, do I go out on a date with three people? Do I, um, am I, do I go out like one night with one person, one night with another person? Do I tell them like, can I stand to go out into public three nights out of the week and meet somebody new? That's what, that's what would scare me about it. You really have to schedule that and block that out. Is that something you're, you were okay with doing? Like, did you end up doing something like that? Um, I, I, a few times it was like, I would, I might go on a couple of initial dates, uh, throughout the week. And it was always like, uh, like I said, it was like a feast or famine. So there'd be periods of time where nothing was happening. And then, uh, some conversations start and I don't want to converse very long. Uh, mm-hmm. I don't want uh, a text-based message to become the norm because your brain fills in so much information in a text conversation. Yep. Um, so I wanted to get to the meeting of people right away, but then you're I, like, then I'm pushing myself way out of my comfort zone because I got to meet a new person. I'm assuming you'd always do like maybe maybe the coffee date was always the safest route to go for you in that way. I always think I, that's that's sort of my 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 go to is the coffee date. Regard like depending on where it is. Mm-hmm. I'm up for always upfront that um, some people are like, do you want to grab a drink? And I'm like, I'm always going to be upfront about the fact that I don't drink, but it's okay if you do. But I always find that the coffee drink is a good safe one. It's mm-hmm. Um, if, if there's no chemistry, it's pretty easy to get out of. Yeah. Um, you, you put in about a, as much time as seems appropriate. Um, and, uh, you can pretty easily get out of it. And then there's like, it's low commitment, right? Right. So, uh, that one always seemed to be the best option for me, mm-hmm. you know, and, and, and the problem is when you're doing this sort of thing, uh, is, how do you navigate the fact that some people are way into small talk? And I just want to skip over that. And I almost always did, actually. I was I was like, find something. I remember something from their profile. And I want to talk about that. I don't want to talk about the weather. I don't want to talk about what they're drinking in the coffee. I don't talk about dinner. I want to talk about something that means something. Tell me about the one time where it was kind of the worst in that way. I want to hear a good story from you. I don't have very many of these stories. <laughs> oh, you uh, a story from me. Yeah. Oh. Um, see, a, a lot of people, when they start out, they're, one of their things was like, do you have any dating horror stories? And I was like, you know what? 
And uh, that would be a question that women would ask me online. Like, do you have any dating horror stories? I'd be like, you know, I think that guys don't have dating horror stories quite as much as women do. <laughs> okay. That's kind of fair. I mean, like I've had some disasters, but mm-hmm. never like in the sense of like a, it, something went went awry or wait, no, that's not true. That never mind. It did happen. Uh, <laughs> never mind. I stand corrected. <laughs> but yeah, no, go go on ahead. Tell Tell me a story, Phil. <laughs> One of my uh, first dates um, was one where we sat down to coffee and, you know, I I was like, so what did you get up to today? I mean, it's a little bit of that just to, to break the ice. And then, you know, within short order, we were comparing notes about our dead siblings who who died uh, several years ago and and the complications of having a difficult sibling and especially the complication when that sibling has died um, and all like some really like deep shit mm-hmm. because, and you know what? I, I, I kind of really enjoyed that because it sort of meant that um, we got to skip over any of the, the bullshit surface stuff mm-hmm. and like get to some meat of stuff that, that we really could click on. Yeah. I feel like that's, that's one of the things that's going to make that, you know, I don't mean to say the obvious here, but that's one thing that's going to actually make the night more enjoyable is just cut, cut the shit and get to the stuff that really helps you connect. Right. I mean, it's one of those things where you got, you made the choice to get together. Now let's actually figure out if we want to stay seeing each other, you know, we got to get to the next point in this. And I don't know how anyone could go on a coffee date with a stranger. I mean, I do, but and start talking about just like the weather, that small talk. How are you supposed to do anything past that point? Um, did you, I mean, it was, it was a while ago for you, but um, did you, I mean, again, you were saying that you, that most of the guys that you were dating before you met your fiance were people you already knew, but like, I feel like even if you know somebody when you go on a date with them, that changes. Oh, it changes everything. Oh, yeah, for sure. You know, I there were a couple where most of the time. Okay, for me as a person, I'm I'm very much the I'll I'll get to ending the relationship first before you. I I'm very quick to figure out if I want to be with you or not. Um, just in the dating world, of course. Um, but. It, it was one thing when I was, I don't know how to put this, basically. It it really wasn't a good atmosphere afterwards. Like, a lot of the times, like, it felt like some of my friends even started picking some sides. And which which was fine with me. I'm, I'm one of those people that I can just let, let go. It's fine. But um, I remember one time my friend uh, I knew from high school, like, him and I just kept in contact for a while. He asked me out on a date. And, you know, we went out, had a drink, uh, we went out for a walk, um, we had that end of the night kiss, and I, he asked me out on a next, on a date the next day, and I told him I, I couldn't, and he was just like, well, we had a great time, why not? And there was, I felt there was a lot more pressure. Mm-hmm. I don't face pressure well in that way, I need to do this on my own time. And I felt like I was getting backed into a corner a lot of the times because it was that pressure of, I know you, we have to see each other. And and to me, that's rooted in a lot in rejection and having to face your rejection. Uh, so I just chose not to see them afterwards. I just, I avoided them. Mm-hmm. Well, it's interesting because 
um, that whole, I mean, the, the thing, the, the interesting thing to note is that um, those, those guys who approached you and asked you out um, had, they were interested mm-hmm. in you while you were not single. Right. Um, and so for them, there was a whole, they like for them in their minds, they were like, ah, if she breaks up with that guy, I'm going to date her. Cause we get along really well. That means I'm probably in, but what they didn't take into account was, you know, uh, how you feel. And I can totally understand because that whole, the end of the night thing, when they're like, so let's, you know, we, when you realize there's no chemistry, they are, if that, if that's registering for them or not, they're ignoring it because of all of the mm-hmm. history in their minds of, of their, their wanting oh, for to sure. And, you know, it, for me, it, it actually kind of hurt at some points, you know, some of these people were my friends and I was just, I, I didn't, I didn't see them as anything else but that. Um, there were a few of them I did say no to. Like, you know, I, it's not like I said yes to all of them, but like I did say no. And even still, I mean, like that that really hurt that they they didn't really want to be friends afterwards. Um, for me, that kind of, it, it kind of breaks your heart a little bit. It makes you not want to socialize more in that sense. Well, I mean, it, it's like you, you thought you were friends mm-hmm. and they thought they were marking time until they could date you. Yeah. And you know, and that's, here we are in the friend zone. Ding. <laughs> As usual, I did some asking on the, on the social medias about how introverts deal with dating. So I got a few responses and the first one from, from IB was, I think it's very important to remember that a date is not an audition interview or a performance. It's an experiment to see how well you can connect with someone. If at all, that's a really fun way of thinking about it. And it's true. You don't, you don't have to go there and put on this face. And in fact, you shouldn't be doing that at all, but it's definitely just two people, two human beings seeing if they can connect. That's a wonderful way of thinking about it. I think it really is because I think that um, there's a lot of, especially in this social media connected day and age. And I sound like an old man when I say that, but um, (laughs) like everybody puts on their, you know, they have their, their Facebook persona and their Instagram persona and what they present to the world. And it's even sort of worse. If you're online dating, you're often trying to put on your best self um, on your profile, or at least some people are, and not trying to. Some people even are like trying to sound like something that they're not. And and then when you're face to face with somebody, it's like you are trying to live up to what you said or the whatever you built up instead of trying to connect as the the person that you really are. That's another PSA from us: be yourself. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Be yourself because you know, I, and you know, I a number of years ago. Um, I dated somebody and I was very much not being myself and I was kind of miserable in the whole thing. And when it finally came time for me to be able to say, I think I need to be myself, they broke up with me because I had sort of misrepresented my myself and not in a malicious way. It was really just about whether or not I wanted to go to the gym or not. <laughs> and I was trying to be all like, yeah, sure. I could be a guy who goes to the gym. And the truth is, I am not a guy who goes to the gym. <laughs> and that's just a fact. And I was miserable going to the gym. 
and pretend, trying to pretend that I enjoyed it. And so that just ended because that was a big part of their life and they needed it to be a big part of their partners. Nothing bad on them. It was my fault for not being upfront about the fact that I didn't enjoy it. Um, Emma Clare said, uh, though not an introvert, first dates are especially good with an activity. Old cheesy standards of mini golf or bowling or games or, or an exhibit makes things easier than having to sit still and come up with things to say. And I disagree because that first date, we can do activities later, but that first date, I want to see if we have, like, do we have enough of an intellectual connection? Can we converse about things? And so for me, I, I disagree for as least, at least as an introvert with Emma Claire, I don't want an activity early on. I agree with you, Phil. I'll be honest. I'm not looking to see if I can bowl well with this person. Like I, I want to be able to connect with you and be able to have you on my level. Uh, I'm not necessarily ready for anyone to see me. Like, let's just say go bowling or going mini putting. I find that that's something I can do with a friend. This is someone that's going to potentially, they would be seeing me in my most vulnerable at some points. They'd be mm -hmm. with me in my most intimate. I need to be able to have that connection first. Then we can go yeah. talk about all the fun activities we'd love to do. Sure. And I agree with you. Yeah. Like for that, like I said, for me, that coffee date or the a, a conversation date is super important. That's what I want. For sure. Get the getting to know you is such a critical moment in dating that I, I think to yes. skip it would be it wouldn't be the most productive. No, I know for me, I would be yes, we would be having a good time, but would that color our connection would that color our any chemistry that we had i remember i went bowling with this person yeah we had a good time there was was there chit chat i don't remember uh, but i remember i had fun so then we go on a set like i want to know on that i want to get a sense on that first date if there's chemistry so kieran said uh, i'm a big out in nature person that way, if I get bored or awkward, I can always stare at a squirrel or the sky, plus easier getaway. That said, I've been on very few dates oh in my, my life. Oh my gosh, you you didn't leave them, did you? <laughs> oh my goodness, just imagine this poor girl still wandering the forest. <laughs> you know, it's, I think for me, like I'm maybe not an out of nature person, but I understand mm -hmm. the, like her, her sense that, that, the easier getaway, but also if there's something to look at, like if you can find a cafe with a good ambiance, like when, if I'm going on a first date, I'm not going to Tim Hortons. Mm. In fact, I'm probably not go. I probably don't want to go to a chain. Um, I want to find a place that has some ambiance, some personality that way. If we, if the conversation lulls, there's something around that maybe I can look at. Is there a window? People watch, whatever it is. Um, and also I find coffee dates pretty easy to get as a getaway point. And you know what? Having I've been on a first date before where we mm -hmm. went hiking and it, it was it was a ton of fun. I don't find it either that it can be easy to get away from the other person. Um you're you're with each other for that whole time. One of the worst ideas for a a first date would be anything that's sort of like a, uh, to me anyway, like the idea of spending the day on Toronto Island as a first date, because you, you have no end point. You've, you've decided that you're spending the mm -hmm. day, you're doing an activity together and you're kind of 
committed to a long period of time. You've taken the ferry together. Mm-hmm. You've probably, because it's the island, you maybe have to pack a picnic lunch or something. You're committed. And so there's really no getaway from that one. Oh, yeah. There's an itinerary. You don't mm. run from that. I don't know how I feel about that as a first date. Because, you know, you know me. I love the outdoors. It's like I love camping. I love anything to do with going for walks. But as a first date, you really need to make sure you're going with someone who's invested in it just as much as you are. Because, again, there's that understanding that you can't yes, leave. Yeah. And, and that that's the thing. You know, if you're not sure about somebody don't go for that route. Definitely stick with the cafe because you can get a lot more conversation in at a cafe in that sense then, and you can safely leave. So yeah. Also, you know, the, 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 the good, the thing about that cafe date is that, or, or something similar is that you can walk in with a, an excuse like, Oh, I have a, I have a thing at Mm -hmm. like six. So, um, you're able to like set it up to get out of it if you need to, but also, um, you don't even have to do that. Like you can sit down, you have your coffee. There's no chemistry. Finish your coffee and be like, "Well, I'm sorry, mm-hmm. I've got to get going." Um, it, which is easier to do even than a dinner, because if you go to dinner on your first date, you're committed to at least an hour or more, depending yeah, oh, on the yeah. restaurant. Oh yeah, time commitment is everything for this. It's sensitive. <laughs> I actually was able to also find a lot of information on the internet about uh, dating. And uh, I know sometimes um, when I'm doing this sort of thing, um, there's a lot of information Mm -hmm. that I think we're going to shit on. But um, this time I think there's uh, some good, some good advice here that I think Mm -hmm. uh, can be helpful. I prefer to go to a place I knew or a place I'd been before. It made me more comfortable knowing the area, what kind of food there was, so I could focus on the person and talking to them rather than the atmosphere or what I would order. You know, the only thing that I have against that is as someone who doesn't like to talk, I would rather go somewhere I'm sort of familiar with but haven't been before so we'd have something to talk about. Mm. Did you, just off topic, did you ever uh, like stress about what you would end up, what you would talk about on dates? Always. Oh yeah. Yeah. I, I any, mm. it's, it's any social situation. I'm always going, what am I going to say? I, you know, I like to have uh, conversations already picked out in my head. Uh, anything to avoid small talks. As soon as we get to small talk, I'm going to hit a wall and I suddenly mm. don't want to do it anymore. But um, I, especially with dates, I need to find um, what I'm going to talk about is all also, what are my boundaries that I don't want to talk about? And how do I find ways Mm. of politely yet firmly going, hey, let's not talk about that. Going on a going to a first date, I literally would stress the whole way on the way to that date about what we might talk about. But I also purposefully did not plan anything. Because I kind of felt like if we if we were going to have chemistry, we were going to have chemistry. And if I right. planned out what th- topics, then I was sort of cheating on figuring out if that was going to be a possibility for us. Oh, here's another one. One of the best piece of advice pieces of advice I've ever gotten from another introvert who was great at meeting or picking up people, which I I'm blown away by that one sentence, uh, was to treat the stranger like you've known them a long time but haven't seen them in a while. Do what you normally do. Ask how they're doing. Ask how work has been, etc. I get the impulse 
but I'm totally uh, uh, not uh, down with the last part of it, which sounds like like starting out on small talk. Yeah, no, I'm not picking them up at the airport. Like that's that's weird to me. I it's not authentic. It, it for me that's a facade, and that's a mm. that's fakery. That's not authentic to me. Like dating, dating really is a skill. I, I find like it's it's something you really have to practice at as an introvert. Like that greeting, that first moment, I I rehearse it. Mm. And one thing I got to tell you I don't do is I don't do the whole, hi, hey, how are you? Good. Yeah, no, that's annoying. Here's uh, don't be afraid to be upfront about being an introvert with your date. Introversion can be misread as a lack of interest to some people. So always it's better to say, I'm an introvert than to let them think you aren't enjoying their company. That's insulting. Did, I mean, have you ever like n- not admitted, not cop to being an introvert like right away? I don't know. Like, you know, sometimes, it, you know, you get my partner, for instance, that mm. is, you know, understands it immediately. You can just see it. But there's other people that are sort of oblivious to it. So I think as soon as they're about to ask, if they ask me if I'd like to do something that's maybe, you know, uncomfortable, I'll I'll let them know and say, you know what, mm. I would, but I'm an introvert. I can't do these things. And, um, but at no, I don't, I don't know. Never have they looked at it and been like, I don't even know how to reply to that. <laughs> what about you? Have you ever had to like? I was always really upfront about being an introvert. Mm-hmm. If they, if I didn't have it in my profile, which I often did, um, I made sure that it's something that came up. And sometimes, if it hadn't come up, I would, I would ask them. So, do you consider yourself an introvert or an extrovert? Because I, I was genuinely interested in what they thought, but also their answer sort of helps me more accurately gauge our compatibility. Not that I'm not going to date an extrovert. If they start talking about being an introvert and how, or an extrovert and how important it is that they go out all the time and, oh, my God, I can't imagine not going out every day, every, every weekend. I'm like, okay, this is telling me something about them. Uh, off-topic question. Mm-hmm. Have you ever had somebody react awkwardly to you being an introvert? I'm trying to think. Uh, no, but usually by the time we get to that first date, that's something we know about each other. Um, and if it's not, if they were, if they were to act awkwardly to that, I would, I would be like, well, I guess this isn't going anywhere. Mm-hmm. Um, cause this is, this is like, this is a thing I am not going to be able to change about myself. Right. So if it's something they are not going to be able to, uh, to handle, um, then I know I'm, I'm glad I know that on the first date. Right. Oh yeah, exactly. I had one person tell me, uh, he's like, so does that mean you like have a social anxiety or something? And I didn't know what to respond with, with that. I, I actually just, I, I, my response to that would be sometimes. Yeah. I mean, like you're not wrong, <laughs> <laughs> but like, and I educated them a little bit on it. It was just like, you know, you have to know the difference here. Mm. You're, you're 22. Come on. When you're talking to someone you think you could be interested in, Remember that you're looking to see if you're interested in them, not if they are interested in you. Once I thought of it that way, I was a lot less anxious and worried about being likable. That's actually a good piece of advice. Yeah. Like that's kind of, again, it it falls along the lines of look at it like an experiment. Yeah, it does. Uh, And I I think that when you are dating, um, there is a lot of that whole, 
that you, I mean, obviously if you're dating, you want to find someone. Right. And so you are, I think, tempted often to try to make yourself as likable as possible, which results in people dating people that they're, they don't, they're not actually compatible with. Mm-hmm. Look for important clues in profiles and emails or all the person's photos at parties. Is that what you're looking for? Not as odd as it sounds. Some introverts prefer relationships with extroverts who do the heavy lifting in their social life. Do grammar and spelling matter to you? Is the person responsive to what you say? Be as selective in the online winnowing out process as you are in making friends in the real world. Don't succumb to supermarket syndrome, filling up your cart with everyone who seems remotely interesting. You'll just end up overwhelmed. I don't know if I have too much of a problem with this advice, but what if they don't have much information out there about themselves? Because, you know, let's say you and I are on there, Phil. You and I are out there a little bit in the public's eye. You could probably find some stuff about us. But, you know, it's interesting. If I'm doing online dating, and sometimes in, in online dating, all I have is a first name, or maybe I have a username, depending on the site. What I'm looking for is what they're putting out there about themselves. Uh Um, If they're on an online dating site that's picture heavy, like Tinder, I want to see our number one are all of their pictures Mm -hmm. at parties or to the, and for me, do all of their pictures have alcohol in them? That's fair. Um, Do they, are all their pictures at, at beaches? Are they like, what are they putting out there? And I'm also interested in what, like what have they said in their profile if they've bothered to write one? And if they haven't, I'm probably not even going to bother messaging them. Um, I mean, but what about you? Like if put yourself in, I mean, you, you don't have to, you're not in this world. You're not having to do this, but like if you were looking at a dating site, what would you be looking for uh, in, in the profiles that you were looking at? You know, I suppose, honestly, I, Grammar is a good one. You know, if this person ha- can speak and write eloquently, I'm in. That that means there's a level of articulation there that maybe I can become attuned into as well. Um, I I would, you know what? Actually, the pictures. I never really thought of it that way. The pictures would be a big tell for me. Um, if I see that they're going to like a ton of parties, I'm not really into that sort of thing. So. I would have to start yeah. gauging it from there and finding things out in conversations, trying to pull it out of them, thinking, okay, now that I have all this information, am I going to go out on a date? So I think thinking of it like that is yeah. a little bit more positive than the way I was thinking about it. I mean, it really does for me come down to like, I'm trying to figure out mm-hmm. who you are just by the information that you've put out there. So your pictures matter and the information that you put in your profile mm-hmm. matters so what are our takeaways what have we learned today for me um don't sacrifice who you are if there's something you know i i'm not in the dating world i haven't been for a while but if i can give anything to any young woman man out there don't be afraid to be yourself and and in fact that's something that you should be doing on a date as we've learned you're just experimenting. I love that advice. It's Mm -hmm. go with it. Show them who you are, express your needs. You don't even have to see them again. What do you have to lose? Right? No, that's exactly right. Yeah. I definitely, I definitely like the, this, like just be who you are 
and don't try to don't hide it. Yeah. Remember, it's not an audition. And also, you're looking for somebody that you like, not who likes you.